0: all right well uh i think we're just gonna go ahead and get started and uh welcome back everybody to cheap shots after our one year ish hiatus it was, just a,
1: it was just a small vacation okay <laughs> i promise
0: it was a vacation where absolutely nothing got done yeah i um, pretty sure neither of us have accomplished much uh of...
1: not even just podcast wise you haven't accomplished anything I no mean,
0: blame covid yeah it's...
1: even though half of the six, 12 months we were gone were six months where covid didn't exist but still blame it's blame not covid the
0: point not the point um but yeah we're back um we're really excited um so what I really wanted to uh, kind of talk to you guys about is going to be that we have a new schedule that we're going to be rolling out. Yeah. Because I know our last uh, few forays into this were not very consistent.
1: Not consistent and not really, um, they didn't really align with each other at all. Yeah. No, not really. Just kind of like, here's what we're doing. Also, we're calling this season two. Yeah. Welcome to season two.
0: Yay for season It'll two. It'll probably be
1: longer than season one. I mean, I guess we'll go seasons by years. Yeah.
0: Probably every year, new yeah. season. Um, but for uh, for our new schedule, we're going to try to get out one a week, every week. So uh, we've got some new segments we're going to talk about here in just a second. But what we'll do is we'll do a few, we'll do a new segment every week. And then if we have an overlap, we haven't decided what we'll do. for We'll that just do month. like a bo- bonus episode or something. Like, yeah, you just get something extra. Who knows what it's gonna be?
1: Maybe we'll just spend thirty minutes ranting about some some specific topic or whatever, and just put it out. Yeah,
0: we'll figure it out. It'll be fun. We'll all have a good time. Uh, but anywho, let's get back on uh, on topic with our new segments. Yeah, so we're gonna
1: we're gonna do four new segments. Um, first segment of the month is going to be the first week of the month, and we're going to go over the gaming news of last month. Now we're not going to really present the news to you like other news podcasts, obviously because we're going to be a month late. But we're going to go over what we think about the new news from the month before. Our and, second segment,
0: we what? Oh, I was just going to say, I think it's kind of, I think it's actually kind of fun to go over it like a month later because it gives us some time to think. Maybe you're not reacting to it like that very second. But I think we'll have better like, better things to talk about in a month. Yeah.
1: Our second segment is just going to be a throwback segment. You guys are very familiar. with This is what we've done pretty much for every other episode. It's yeah. where we just talk about some nostalgic game series or a type of game that we're like, yeah, we love these games and we just talk about them for an hour um, and talk about if it, maybe there'll be something relevant to those games and something current as well that we can bring up um, or we might ramble off into something else. Our third topic is going to be a general theme slash topic segment. Um, That's just going to be like talking about um, themes in video games like linear games versus open world, stuff like that. Um, And that's going to change each time. And then at the end of the month, we're going to all relax with a just nice like top five, top seven, top 10, depending on what the um, topic of list we have is. And we're going to talk about what our own personal lists are for that Um, and we're each going to have a different list and that's actually what we're going to be doing today as well.
0: Yeah so what I wanted to throw out there too is so the news will always be the first week of the month but the other three we're going to kind of play around with it may be different. I know we're starting this month out with our top um, like our top five lists that we're doing. But yeah, next like who knows? Next month we may start whatever with, we
1: come up with, whatever yeah idea we come up with for that week, and we'll just and we'll try to plan it out ahead of time. Yeah, sometimes we might want to bring in something current, like if, if there's something current that's going on, then we're like, okay, we want to go over that type of theme in a game. Then we'll talk about that.
0: Yeah. Well, cool. Um, I mean that's going to be our new schedule. We're really excited. I think this is going to be really fun. Um, we may even have another host. We haven't 100 percent confirmed it yet, but I know he wants to. He might just be it's, also.
1: It could be a, he could be a seasonal host. He yeah, just like, come around sometimes.
0: It might just be one of those where if we can get him on for a podcast or two, and if not, like hey, we'll get there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited. I, how do you feel? I'm, I'm good to be back.
1: It, there's it's nice to have uh, something to do. Yeah, a responsibility in the. <laughs> In the hellish wasteland of COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah, so, good old, good old COVID man. That'll be the last time we talk about COVID. Yeah, for yeah. real. We're, <laughs> Never we're, yet. We're not gonna talk about it on, on podcasts anymore. Nobody needs to hear about it.
0: We, we're all we're living it. Yeah. All right. So I think uh, what we're gonna go ahead and do is we're gonna talk about what we've been playing recently, and then we're gonna go into our main topics. And for today, we decided to do our top five remakes slash remasters of this generation. So the reason we decided to do remakes and remasters in 100% honesty is cuz we were really like kind of debating on the terms. Yeah. Because they're really they're not interchangeable, they are different things, but there are things that fall in categories with them. And I think yeah. that putting them together is very like it works. It
1: was kind of hard to we at first we were just going to do remakes and then we were going to think about if we should put in remasters cuz it's kind of hard because a lot of remasters just them being remastered makes it a great game, um, and some games are fully remade, which makes them a great game, so we have yeah. both included.
0: Yep, um, and we'll let you know, like, if we're talking about something, I mean, most of the titles include it, but if not, we'll let you know what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, from there, I mean, so Drayton, tell me, like, what have you been playing?
1: So for the first time ever, I have not been playing Battlefield Five. It's amazing. Um, for any gamers out there who know about the game, I'm sure you know it's dead and has been for about a year. Um, if you don't already know, they completely stopped supporting it. Yep. They decided no more Battlefield Five, um, and so they're working on their next Battlefield. Hopefully, it's a Bad Company Three based in uh, based in current day. But you know, we can only hope for so much from EA and Dice right now for what they've shown us over the last couple of years. I mean, they're they're getting better. I mean, I think st- they're getting worse. I think Battlefield Three and Four were their peak, and then One and Five were like. What are we doing now? We're just confused on what we're doing. Uh, was just, how much can we still rent just ring money out of people?
0: I was just referring to EA in general because EA has oh. actually been putting some good games out recently. It's just not been Dice. Yeah,
1: Dice. Well, and and it's Dice Stockholm that yeah. is the issue. Dice LA would have done fine, but I guess I think my a lot of people think that Dice LA has been working on uh, Battlefield Bad Company Three while uh, Dice Stockholm was murdering Battlefield Five. <laughs> So <laughs> the game was better when it didn't work, and it came out. It was much better then. Wow. I don't I don't care what you say about the snow on on uh, the one map. I, I I would rather have too much snow and a game that works than a game that <laughs> is full of cheaters that they don't even care about. So no more Battlefield Five. I am a strictly Escape from Tarkov player now. Um, for anybody who's out there listening who plays the game, you know we're a very tight community of people who literally play only that game and can't stop. It's very addictive. Um, and lately though over the past couple weeks i've been playing a little bit of dead space 3 for the first time because i've never played the dead space series i've watched dead space one like a playthrough of it i've never played the whole series and my buddy got me dead space 3 because it's co-op i can see where people are coming from when they say that it's not the best game in the series just by how it plays but i think it's a fun co-op game nonetheless just to shoot things up
0: I gotta jump in and ask you though, because that's kind of funny. I was I was actually gonna ask you. So how do you enjoy playing the worst of the three games?
1: Um, I could put a saw on my fucking gun and dzz, people.
0: So I have <sighs> to I have to throw it out there because I played Dead Space. Like when these games launched, I played through the series. That system that you're talking about is what ruined Dead Space. You think? Oh, 100% because they microtransaction the ever-living hell out. There was
1: there was microtransactions. I spent all the money on all the packs. Oh, yeah. Um because but to me it's not about it's not like I'm really in in like putting myself into this game. I just w- got my buddy on there and we're walking around. And I'm literally walking up to a guy who jumped out of the wall trying to scare us and ripping him apart with a saw. And to me, that's dumb fun. I mean, that's that's totally Um, But I think that's all the game is, is dumb fun. I don't even know what the story's about. I've been playing it for a week and a half. I have no idea what the story's about because I don't listen to it. I just go
0: shoot things. Are you planning on going back and playing one and two? No. Really? Probably not. Oh, you wound me. You got to at least play like one. Well, because
1: I don't care about the story and someone bought it for me. I didn't ask Uh, for it. That's fair. He just wanted us to play something different when no one else was online. So that's fair. That's what I've been into.
0: Very cool. Well, uh, I have been trudging through Red Dead Redemption too. Uh, it's a it's a solid game. Like it's great. I mean, but I will definitely say, like, I've really and I don't know if this is because I have less time now um, because of my commute to work, as compared to the last time I talked to all of y'all. Um, but man, it's just uh, it's a long, long game i feel like i've put at least 70 80 hours in this game and i just feel like every time i beat something there's just something else to do not that it's a bad thing because red dead's pretty fun but there were just points like i want to say it was the third chapter in the game and i was really like we're still going huh like this is it's very long this is still happening huh (laughs) like
1: i i got halfway through it and i was just like i gave up
0: I, I mean, (laughs) I definitely, I'm definitely glad I'm going back to finish it because I love the Red Dead series. Like, I think it's great. I've only played two of the three games. You know, no one, no one talks about Red Dead Revolver for a reason.
1: I didn't even know it was a thing.
0: Yeah, it's on, uh, I think you can play it backwards compatible. Hey, the water
1: heater turned off. (laughs) That's nice.
0: If you hear weird noises, there's a fan and a water heater, apparently. It's gone
1: now. It can't hurt us
0: anymore. Um... But yeah, I mean, I've been playing Red Dead. I did, I did take a break from Red Dead though earlier this week, and played about halfway through Crash Four.
1: Oh, is it already out now? Yeah, came it out this week. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, is so, it on a PC? No. Fuck. Um, uh, but I have played through. Ah. I can uh, at least confirm Crash Four, the actual sequel to Crash Three, uh, pretty damn good too.
1: Yeah, I believe last time, and also last time we made an episode, I still had my PlayStation 4. Yes. Uh, I don't have a console anymore. so Because I,
0: he is a monster.
1: I'm just PC, because I wasn't using it for anything other than Crash. And then Crash The uh, Insane Trilogy came out on uh, PC, so I just stopped using my console. And so, um, yeah, I haven't been able to play Crash 4 yet and probably won't be able to until they come out on PC or, or I buy a console. One of the two
0: yeah and yeah, well and we got to get last of us two in there somewhere because uh still haven't played that you know or ghost of tsushima well ghost of tsushima that's my i'm just gonna go ahead and throw my gauntlet down right now best game of the year you think hands down like
1: god of war
0: like oh level. better better than God. well of i'm war.
1: not saying god of war wasn't this year but of its year god of war was the best that year yeah in my correct. opinion gotta War was such a great game. yeah
0: like that that caliber of that game, was because like that wasn't
1: last year though was it wasn't that the year before 20 2018 yeah. yeah 2018 2018
0: i mean that game just oh, yeah. blew every other game out of the water absolutely um and i i will say without a shadow of a doubt like i think and i know cyberpunk still hasn't come out i know the new assassin's creed isn't out i know the new watchdogs isn't with out with
1: covid i said we wouldn't talk about it again but with covid i'm sure they won't be out until next year no they you the, think you think they'll drop this year?
0: All three of those games come out next month. Nah, oh, dude, one hundred percent. Assassin's Creed moved its release Which date. Which one is up. it?
1: Which is Assassin's Creed? That's the uh, Valhalla, the, the Vikings one. Yeah, hopefully that'll be on PC. I'm sure oh. it will. Oh, it is. And I have UPlay Plus, so I'm pretty sure I'll have the game. Too, Very cool. That'd be nice, so we can um, both play it and talk about it.
0: But uh, no, I I will throw the gauntlet. Ghost of Tsushima is the best game of this year, without doubt. God, I don't want to
1: play it so bad.
0: Such a great game, um, and that it better than Last of Us too. I will also throw that gauntlet down. I can see that. Because Last of Us 2 is fantastic, as judged by the gigantic... Is it
1: better than Last of Us 1? Ghost of Tsushima?
0: (laughs) You know, I actually am planning on going and replaying. Now they're adding New Game Plus to Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Let me finish New Game Plus and I'll tell you. Because I, I did play Last of Us Remastered this year for the first time in a long time. And I enjoyed it, but I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed Ghost of Tsushima.
1: I mean, just the the graphics that oh, I yeah. saw
0: from the videos. It's and amazing. just the
1: atmosphere is insane. Yeah. And it's it's Samurais. I mean, that's sick. That's the coolest thing you could possibly do. Samurais and Vikings are you know, the coolest thing ever. Why, why is this the year they're finally doing Samurais you, and
0: Vikings? You know what I akin to Ghost of Tsushima to? It's the game that finally scratched the itch for the Assassin's Creed in Japan that I'm never going to get. Like yeah. never, but we're we not gonna get never. It's never happening. They've at this point, if they haven't done it, they're idiots.
1: Yeah, I feel like because well, here's the thing: is they're coming out with Vikings, right? Yep. and Vikings in history really aren't technically as old as people in Asia, right? It's true. So they could the next game could be a Japanese or like samurai or China or Mongolian one, but goes to whatever you say. already came out.
0: I know and So that's, that's... do they want
1: to copy them or
0: Yeah, but the problem is we've all been begging for it since like Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. Like at this point if they haven't done it like I I don't know what the hell they're waiting for.
1: Assassin. That's that, that I mean that's their thing, samurai and assassin uh, well, no. and I was ninjas. thinking like a ninja. Yeah.
0: Cuz like the ninja. cool the cool thing with Ghost of Tsushima without going into like super deep spoiler territory for the game because um, it's still so freaking new, and I don't want to ruin it. But the, you you really do get to see like that samurai ninja like side of the world, and I really like that because I thought it was mainly just going to be all samurai. And I think they did a really good job of mixing both.
1: Yeah, I mean, just from how I looked, what I saw. Absolutely. I watched a guy stream it for like twenty minutes, and I was like, Heck yeah! I was like, I'm going to have to buy a console to play this game, so I don't want to watch it anymore because I want to I want to experience it myself. But just, it just
0: looks so great. Just wait for that PlayStation Five to come out. Then you can play it backwards compatible. <sighs> yeah, and you know, also add like a small chunk of plastic to your desk.
1: Well, it, it by then it probably won't be on a desk, but yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's giant. Yeah, it's the size of your PC. I'm pretty sure.
1: Uh, you you see my PC? Yeah, big. it's pretty big. I'd say that PlayStation is more like the PC we just built, maybe a little taller, but like yeah. thick wise, my PC. Oh no, huge. it's not.
0: No, 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 not thick. I'm talking height.
1: It's probably as tall, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well, I guess with that, we're just going to go ahead and get into our main topic. So we're going to talk about the top five remakes slash remasters. So the rules we set down for this, remakes had to be a completely new game. Remaster had to be a cleaned up version of the game. But still the same levels. Yeah, so,
1: generally, people would call a remake something that's completely recoded with a general theme of the like old game or wanting s- to
0: take out to the old game. A similar story.
1: Yeah, similar, but definitely different. Yeah. Whereas a remaster is something that is going to be visually. Um, perfected like visually uh made look better and then the second part of it is going to be there may be some code change to like fix g- bugs that were in the old game or right. issues with the old game but it's basically a cut and dry um different game a really good example for anybody who knows is like Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy would be a remaster whereas the new Crash Bandicoot would be a remake because yeah. it's not even really a... Re- it's kind of weird. It's not a
0: remake. It's it's a new game. It's a sequel. It's a new game, but yeah. it's but it's a remake. <laughs> like a good remake, Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Resident Evil that was 2 was
1: That was better. I should have just said that. Evil I don't know what my is, comparison was. Yeah.
0: Like Resident Evil 2 is a remake because it follows a similar story to Resident Evil 2. But it's completely but it's different. it's not the same game. Um. So with that... And treating, Mr. X is scarier. Oh, without doubt. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. Yeah. It's terrifying i i didn't experience that as a kid and i was not prepared for it oh you I didn't know. play re2 i played RE. i
1: did play i don't know why i had it but i did play re2 as a play, kid the, and mr x was pretty scary but the, watching i didn't play re2 the new one mm-hmm. but i watched uh, a popular youtuber john wolf yeah. play it and he used to be harshly critical right i watched i watched him play it the whole thing and Even watching it, Mister X is just ooh. But the
0: thing with like RE two, like the original version, because I do know this, I've watched playthroughs of it. You didn't run into Mister X the entire first playthrough of the game. You had to play the alternate playthrough.
1: Yeah, and also, it's kind of there's different kinds of horror uh, of like scary aspects between the two because the camera style. Yeah. The old camera style, I think, was scarier, but not as fun to play. Yeah. I think it definitely was scarier because you you don't feel like. Like, you have your eyes on the enemy the whole time, because it's basically always, like, behind...
0: That's fair. ...behind
1: you, but um, it's definitely not as fun to play.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Well, why don't you uh, go ahead and start us off, Drayton? So, if we're going
1: backwards down the list, my number five is going to be Skyrim. It's been remastered, slash, fully... I'd say remastered. Remastered. Like, three times. There was uh, the original one... um, and then they kind of changed it with a different release on Steam. Only yeah. on this only happened on PC, but they changed it again. Um, but it was still the OG one. And then there was Skyrim and Special Edition, Edition. yeah. Um,
0: Which props to you for bringing that up because I I barely even remembered playing through that again. Yeah.
1: So Special Edition, first of all, just playing it with no mods is already great like it it literally made it look like we jumped from 20 what was it 2011 it was 11 11. 2011 to like 2016 i don't know when special edition came out but it felt like a five-year jump in graphical um Mm -hmm. uh, quality and in like feel of the game you could finally play the game and up to like 120 fps um so nice and smooth um the the sky boxes were nicer yep. every texture was nicer yeah um,
0: god rays coming through there's
1: actual god rays the atmosphere there were a lot of people don't know this but there are different sounds yep. some more sounds added in um but the biggest thing that i thought was important about skyrim special edition is how it opened up um, a better platform for modders yeah. uh, because they could actually mod it a lot easier and quicker there's still to this day. There's a, a YouTuber I watch or know of called Dylan Perry, and he's he created something called Ultimate Skyrim. It was one of the biggest back in old Skyrim when mods first came out in you know 2012. I think it was when modding first became a thing. Um, Ultimate Skyrim was like uh, a fully full redo of Skyrim to make it more like an RPG. Like really have um, all your little different stats you can change. Yep. It had like. More, Four times as many quests, all more, kinds
0: of stuff. More like Oblivion.
1: Yeah, but even in this one, you have to eat, you have right. to drink, you can build campsites, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, And um, he's now remaking Ultimate Skyrim in the new one. He streams it every Friday for like 10 hours and is going through and remaking a mod list uh, for a special edition. But it's going to be able to change the game so much because they have so much better access with special edition. So... That's why it got on the list, because I think it's definitely important to think about it, not just in a how much cooler was the game, but how um, how much more accessible the game and modding for the game is when and, it's remastered with different code. Because it's on a whole different, technically different engine, the updated version of the engine.
0: And even just how much more playable, because if we all remember, like Skyrim on the PS3 was <sighs> literally unplayable.
1: Even on the console that it's supposed to run well on, it was like 25 FPS in some places. Right. And you're just like, what the hell is this game? Right? Like, why, am, why am I <laughs> why, why can was, I not run this? Why
0: was I excited? Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. So you're number five. So uh, my number five, I have a remake. So my list is primarily remakes. Uh, mine was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. So I'm going to start the soft. Before I've never I, played
1: Final Fantasy.
0: Before I get butchered here, I did not actually finish it yet. Um, I'm working through it. It's on the list. I got to get through Red Dead first. And I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of waiting for it to come out on Xbox One.
1: It's not on, on Xbox yet?
0: It only came, it was exclusively PlayStation for a whole year. Okay. Um,
1: I think exclusives are dumb. Agreed. That's a talk for a different uh, podcast. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> I think they're dumb. Um,
0: they're anti-consumer
1: hardcore. Yeah, yeah. it's like, hey, fuck you. you oh, you want to play Last of Us? Well, sorry. I uh, guess you just have to buy a $500 console.
0: Yep. But uh, I will say this. So I've probably got about five, six, seven hours, somewhere in that range in Final Fantasy VII. Um, it is definitely a remake. Uh, they definitely changed the story. They're fleshing the story out a lot more, which I like because I feel like you kind of... like. Yeah,
1: didn't people say it was, like, way longer of a game now, it's than not it used to
0: be. Well, it's not longer because it's technically going to be in three parts, so there's going to be three games total.
1: But that's remaking but, an original one game, correct? correct. So it's so going to be way longer.
0: Yeah, because they're fleshing, like they're fleshing out parts of the story more. Like the thing that I like about the remake of the new game is that um, Midgar, the town that you start in, you really didn't get a feel because it's supposed to be like this in this world where like resources are just stripped barren and there's these big like basically there's these giant cities that are called uh, on satellites and you have people that live in the slums underneath and the rich live on top and in the slums like they always tried to make these slums out but you didn't spend much time in the slums and i think in this game like they primarily focus on just the part of the slums and i think it's really cool because you're actually getting to see these people and what their lives are like and you're not just being told oh man life sucks you're getting to see how bad it really sucks you're getting to see how beat up the slums are and how torn up midgar is and i think it really truly just makes a better game i think the combat is a thousand times better i love turn-based don't get me wrong i love the original final fantasy is it not VII. turn-based now it's full it's action so it's kind of it's a um it's a weird like they did this it's mix so like
1: between... devil may cry
0: type combat no so they did this weird like combination of turn-based combat and action so I like, don't like
1: turn-based at all. That's why I never really got into Final Fantasy.
0: You can do like your, you know, your attacks, like you can go in and do like your normal just light and heavy attacks, and those build up a meter so that you can use magic. And then you can use your magic abilities in more of a turn-based way where you can kind of freeze time, target an enemy and oh, attack okay. them. Um, but I think it makes the game a lot more fun, more fluid, and the experience is just like the random encounters aren't just like arduous. Cuz I know in the old one like it just got to a point where you were like, "Damn, this I don't like doing." Rant. Unless you were trying to grind for levels, it just wasn't fun. At a certain point,
1: like late game Pokemon, yeah, you're like, "Get this fucking Ratata out of here!" Exactly. Stop trying to fight me in the middle of Violet Town or whatever.
0: Right. Stop. When you get like so powerful at that point, you're just like, "This is like a- my
1: Charizard is going to one hit you." Yeah. Just leave me alone, please.
0: Like, my Charizard's gonna eat your head. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Um, but I, I really, truly, I'm like, I'm really excited. A lot of the guys that I work with will not let me live it down that I haven't actually finished this game because it came out during COVID, um, and I probably should have played it then. Um, but I'm getting to it.
1: Let's play a game. Drink every time you hear us say COVID.
0: Oh boy, yeah. So, but the dark times, num- the dark ages—that's yeah. what we'll call it. It made my number five. It's a great game, but I think the four games in front of it are just better.
1: Same with the Skyrim thing for me. I mean, the four games in front of it are just way better. But, you know, you got to have a number five somewhere, right? So, my number fourth game, uh, number fourth, number four, my fourth, I don't have to say number before fourth, do I? It's
0: just the fourth game. No, it's the fourth game.
1: Um, Is the Modern Warfare Remaster.
0: I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, I I did too. That's why I said, I was like, oh, I got that one. So, uh, the Modern Warfare Remaster i don't really have to say much about this wait
0: wait can (laughs) i ask you a quick question so you said modern warfare
1: not modern warfare 2
0: that's what i'm kind of blown away because i just replayed the modern warfare remaster before i started or modern warf 2 uh, modern warfare 2 remaster before i played red dead and holy shit that's good it's great it threw me back
1: but i've always believed modern warfare is better than modern warfare 2 okay
0: story wise wow that's, i'll give you the credit like if you like that one better that's fair i, I think like-
1: they're super close and i i think i didn't want to have both on the same list because i did think about the second one that's i fair. think they're super close so let's i let's just kind of break the rules and say modern warfare remakes in general the two just the modern warfare game was just they're just great i mean after modern warfare 2 they're garbage three and four are just yeah. or three and then the rest of the games are garbage advanced warfare is terrible I mean, anything but- space and jumpy jump is terrible changed my mind
0: strongly disagree but. um
1: but uh modern warfare one and two had the best stories three's story was great
0: it's just good that but, it wrapped up but
1: three's multiplayer i nah. wasn't into
0: yeah three um, that's the mul- they
1: lost me on multiplayer until the new modern warfare i yeah. didn't like any of the multiplayers in the modern warfare series until the new one agreed um i played black ops modern uh, multiplayer the whole time um but uh, modern warfare one and two are amazing and the first one just the fact that they bring back right now we're kind of in an era of remakes in every game Mm -hmm. like this whole 2010 to 2020 has been like let's remake old games from 1995 to 2005 just so that people can relive it while we kind of figure out these new technological advance advancements
0: you're you're right like this generation has been a lot of remakes and remasters and i feel it's a It's great for the companies. It is. It's because it's what we as consumers want. We want to relive our nostalgia. Right. And the company's like, you
1: mean take the same code, up the graphics, and make the same amount of money, if not more? Okay.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) But, I mean, I think it's one of those things. Like, I think it's just that safety net that we, we already know it's a good game. Like, pretty much everything on both of our lists, I think we can agree, are great games. Yeah. They wouldn't be getting remakes and remasters if they weren't. That's
1: the that's the bar for a remaster. Exactly, no company's gonna remake a game people didn't like,
0: unless they're really trying to revive a I series. Don't, I
1: can't think of any game that's been remade that people didn't like. It's true, because like, why would a company not think? Most companies are like, okay, let's make the next game in the series. They have to be told by the consumer like hey we really really would love it we saw this new engine that you made like they're like we saw this new engine you made re7 in yeah can you make the old resident the, evils in this engine that'd be great the, and they're like yeah yeah sure <laughs> why not resident evil 4 in the new engine oh. uh 2023
0: <laughs> i hey i'm actually i've heard a lot of rumors that, that that's the game after the, re that's the game after re8 that would be sick It would, but as the purest of our group and the diehard Resident Evil 4 fan, I'm afraid of it. What if you could play
1: Resident Evil 4 in first person? I don't think I'd like it. I like the first person 7, but so regardless, Modern Warfare, really liked it. Um, I love the original ones. I can go back. I used to go back um, even before I built my PC and on my Xbox 360 and play Modern Warfare 1 and 2, and it's just like, they're just so fun, and the story's great it was just it's very uh memorable so that's why i got spot number 4 on my list
0: okay well for spot number 4 on my list uh, i actually picked Resident Evil 3 remake a very unpopular opinion i know uh, i literally
1: i think the great game is great because i watched uh-huh. like i watched John Wolf yeah. play to and three right in succession i saw two on there i was like oh you know what i wanted to see that so i binged it like two weeks ago this is actually very fresh i literally watched it two weeks ago i watched him play three as well did not enjoy three as much i thought the game was great but again it's just it's just nemesis for me that's weird about
0: it so let me let me give you some background so i didn't come into resident evil till god's gift to gaming that was resident evil 4
1: it's the first one you played that is I thought um, Resident Evil, what was it called uh, the the uh, Umbrella Chronicles or what, what, on the no, Wii? No, that no. was the best one ever. Oh, I hate I'm you. I'm being facetious. I hate you so <laughs> much. <laughs> where you like, where you have two players, and yeah. that game's such
0: a fucking joke. And you guys fought over all the weapons because you give, if you oh, want of you picked yeah, it up. You get one, yeah, yeah. I remember
1: that. I literally fought with my mom.
0: Oh God, all she the time. fought
1: me over weapons. I was like twelve.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I so. I didn't play RE1 2 or 3. I actually have only played those games as Resident Evil Remake 1 2 and 3.
1: Oh, you haven't played the OG?
0: I haven't. I've tried to go back and play the OG Resident Evil 1. I actually
1: there's no point. Resident I, Evil 1 Remaster is probably the second best Resident Evil in the whole series and uh, and it is very fun. I yeah. I mean, it's everything it's just, that
0: it needed. It's it well, and the thing is like it's just a cleaned up version of that game it didn't need to be anything more it was just a better version
1: they cleaned it up they fixed bugs said here's
0: a remake and yeah it, it was perfect it, it literally i almost had three resident evil games on this list i hate to say it i, I <laughs> resident evil so fucking if good. if we didn't limit this to this generation there would have been at least three resident evils on this list maybe four because I could have found a fourth one in there.
1: Resident Evil 4 is not allowed to be on the list. I wasn't. It wasn't 4. Really?
0: Yeah. No. Uh, well, it's a port. I can't count it as a remaster. Yeah. If I was going to pick a remaster... Even it'd on a Switch? Yeah, it's still a port. They they definitely downscaled it for the Switch. Um, But, RE3 Remake. So, as somebody who never played RE3, I found it as a very enjoyable experience. So, a lot of people complain that it was too short. In my opinion... That game was the perfect length.
1: It Here's the thing about the game. I think even the original game could have been longer. Right. It was not too short. and it, it, it was super funny that you brought that up because John talked about it in his video yeah. and it disagrees just like we do. It's not too short. It's just not longer than the original. Right. Not every remake and remaster needs to be more content. Correct. It just needs to be different or yeah. a better version of. So a lot of people just expected uh, re3 to be longer or I, have more in it but it actually it's technically shorter
0: oh it's but it's, the two yeah. parts
1: they cut out i personally think weren't that even impactful
0: now no. they i mean i get the the clock tower fight with nikolai because that is kind of important because you it i will. Fun. i will say this you don't get as good of a feel of nikolai in this game now granted i've never played the original three but i will say this i know the history of that franchise inside and out yeah. and that is a pretty important part but I think the fights that we did get that focused on Nemesis a little bit more... Were a
1: lot better than the original, yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people... I think the whole idea of a remake and remaster isn't for people to experience the game for the first time ever. Right. It's for people who already played it before to play to, it again. So they're yeah. taking what were our most favorite parts from the original game... Right. And making them better and focusing on them. So we do miss out on a couple of things we already did, though. So right. why even... Yeah, and
0: and I think that like I and a lot of people said they didn't really care for Nemesis. Which I know Drayton, you said that was like your biggest Nemesis
1: was too um in the original game and this is they actually like they looked into it and the coding and all that and it is completely different. In the original game nemesis would just randomly fucking yeah. show up out he of could nowhere. just pop he could just pop up out of nowhere you yeah. could be going back to pick up some handgun rounds you left in the street and he just shows up and it's not scripted whatsoever it's completely right. randomized actually with an algorithm and it was in this game it was completely scripted oh, every time you ran into him yep. it was 10% scripted once he was gone he was gone for good yep until the next script. I think that took a little bit of the irrational fear out of the game. And irrational yeah. fear is what gives us adrenaline. I think um, I, that that would have been great to still have, but I don't think it ruins the game. I think that's the only negative I could find.
0: Yeah, I, I really think that... like, I think the problem is, because they did Mr. X so well, it was hard to script Nemesis in the same way. Because Nemesis is significantly more powerful than Mr. X. And if you kind of gave Nemesis... Yeah, that this is just like... Oh, you shot me. Well, so (laughs) I think if you give Mister or uh, Mister X, I think if you give Nemesis free roam like that, I think it would make the game almost a little too hard.
1: Well, he was harder in the new game too than the old game. I think that's why they scripted him. It was more like a do these correct things to defeat Mm him. Um, They just they they took a different route with it. I don't think it was a bad route. I just don't think it. Uh, gave the same feeling of Nemesis that he gave in the original Correct. game, which is what I think made the original game so scary. Because I think the original Resident Evil 3 is almost one of the scariest Resident Evils um, aside from, like, 4. Right. And a couple other ones. So. And that's, yeah.
0: But I, I definitely, I think that it deserves the spot. I think it's a great game. Um, yeah, and I, I really do truly think for the price point, like, I know a lot of people also said the price point at 60 bucks was a little high. I, I
1: think 60 yeah. bucks. You're lucky that our price point of games is still 60 bucks.
0: Well, I mean, we're seeing a change in price point, like we're starting going to up. see $70 which 80, uh, 120
1: on some games yeah, and that's like because special it takes more money to, to make create them. them now and inflation and all that. You're lucky we're still getting games for 60.
0: Yeah, and I i will be the first person to say like I totally don't have a problem with the next gen games costing 70 bucks. Yeah. I think it's, it's the fact time. That you, they're
1: going to they're already going to be going up ten dollars to have most games resolution be native four k yeah is not a big leap. No. ten dollars is going that ten dollars is how that company is gonna pay their their artists to make higher resolution art right
0: oh so. um, but yeah, so I think at the sixty dollar price point it was fine, and that doesn't even include the free multiplayer that it came bundled with, yeah, the multiplayer was. Yeah, it's alright. It's kind of weird. It's, I played it a couple times. It was fine. I still prefer Outbreak. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> Outbreak was super
1: good. Uh, There's no remakes of those. No, I need it, please, we'll, please
0: give me one. But do Resident Evil 4 first.
1: Do them both the same year. Fuck it. They're small games. Who cares?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I need Resident Evil 4's remake if this happens to be the most pristine thing that Capcom ever puts out. Cause, yeah. cause of anyone. I'm going to shred this game if it's not good. It would be so good. But yeah, Resident Evil 3 Remake, number yep. four.
1: Um, my number three is Burnout Paradise. This one's going to be okay. kind of quick. There's not much to say about hey. it. This is a remaster. Mm-hmm. No- literally nothing was changed. They just upped the graphics, and it ran in a higher FPS. But for a racing game, yes. in a racing game that already looked beautiful at its time, and has amazing crashing physics. They change the crashing phys- physics a little bit. You, you can kind of bend things up a little bit more. Uh, Burnout Paradise is my ideal dirty racing game. Like, there's a lot of racing games like we were talking about earlier, like Forza Motorsport. That's all, you know, clean, high tech, like like a going- simulator. Simulator, yeah. But this is like the fucking arcade. You feel like a dude who spent thirty years of his life. <laughs> He's now thirty, his last ten years, he's been working in a mechanic shop. He finally souped up his car. He's got one kid and a wife in downtown Chicago and he's like, Fuck it, I'm gonna go hit a ramp and break my car. Like I mean that's it feels it feels gritty. And that's what I really like about it. And um, and I like that it was a similar price to the old yeah. one. I think it was like forty bucks it was, or something. I was just gonna say
0: that was my first time playing a burnout game yeah burnout
1: and i've never played in the other ones i just know burnout paradise Paradise. had a demo on the 360 and like 2013 i played the demo for hours oh yeah just because of how cool it was and also i like how in that game the cars have weight yeah so if you play gta for example and you jump off a you use a motorcycle and you jump off a a mountain you can actually angle your motorcycle a certain way that you fly yeah like it's it's kind of dumb okay but in burnout you go off a ramp and it's you drop down quick. Right. I really like that. Um, so Burnout Paradise, that's my number three. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because there's not a lot to it. It was just a whole graphical uh, overhaul, and it ran a lot smoother.
0: Yeah. Uh, my, no- my number three is kind of very similar to what you're saying. Um, mine was Dark Souls Remastered. Because Ooh. Dark Souls 1 Dark Souls is excellent. It's a great game.
1: I want to because, as you know from previous episodes, I love Bloodborne. Oh, yeah. So I really want to play Dark Souls.
0: Wait, did we not publish the Bloodborne episode? No, we never did. Never
1: mind. You didn't hear anything.
0: Dude, we should totally bring that back as like a throwback episode. I don't know where the files are. I don't think I have. No, no, no. We'll do a throwback on Bloodborne. We could do that
1: or... Yeah, we should. We might as well just do a throwback on yeah, it mean, because our setup is better now than it used to be. It is because like I do have the files on your hard drive.
0: <laughs> That's fair. So, dude, we did what? Was that like a two-parter? Yeah, we dude. We do no. the. I don't think we did the second part. Yeah, we did. We did both parts. Yeah, it was just both parts and then
1: Simplicity, and that was the three that weren't. The, Bloodborne's no. such a good game. <sighs> and I would love to go over it again. Can't wait to talk about Bloodborne again.
0: Um, but anywho, Dark Souls remastered. So I didn't even know that came out dark souls by itself fantastic game no problems no not really a lot of flaws the one issue with that game is it was locked at 30 fps and it made it unplayable
1: listen devs don't lock your games
0: stop locking stuff at 30 fps why why do it why well to be fair that game also came out like early well, some games like
1: Fallout seventy six need to be locked at sixty because for a while their their physics were based off your FPS, um, <laughs> but they're the only game ever that's done that. Yeah, well, but you know, it's but... not it's not very good.
0: But um, I I think that it takes an already great game and makes it so much more tolerable. Um, there's a a section and I I am so gonna get shit on by anyone who plays Dark Souls for this Blight Town. That's what it's called. <laughs> It is called Blight Town, but it was unplayable, or not unplayable, but it was awful. There's poison, there's a lot of enemies, and the frame rate. Listen, sh- I don't like poison in any game. Neither do just I. Just get rid of it. Poison rounds
1: for the grenade launcher, they suck. We it- want explosive rounds. Dude. Poison in any other game, it's just, it's, let me, it's bad.
0: Let me paint you a picture of Blighttown. So Blight Town is like Blight B L Y T. Yeah, that's similar to something
1: in Bloodborne, isn't it? Is Isn't there uh-huh. like
0: oh, something of yeah. Blight or whatever? Okay. Oh, well <laughs> like, like. So Blight Town was like this multi-tiered village, right? And it's on like these rickety-ass-looking wooden like platforms. Stilts. Yeah, it that's l-
1: exactly what it was in Bloodborne.
0: And is it similar? Is that's probably like a callback s- or something? Probably similar. I would have to play Bloodborne again. Oh wow, way that didn't be, happen. Way to break the table. Um, but, so, in the original version, not only did you have ridiculously hard enemies, you had, and it was a difficulty spike at that point in the game, and that's saying a lot for Dark Souls, um, but not only did you have that difficulty spike, you also had, um, what's the word I'm looking for, you had poison everywhere, hard enemies, yeah. and then the frame rate, which was already at, like, it's 30, probably worse
1: because it was so in depth. It, dropped that wasn't dlc was it no that that's was... like playing the dlc of bloodborne the yeah difficulty spike you go from like playing okay this is pretty fun to like oh my god me. The, the devs hate me and yeah. i don't know what to do
0: um but yeah they they took this game and they just made it to the point where that like i originally did not finish dark souls 1 because of blight town because it was it the frame rate dropped to like 20 or less Oh man and in a cycle. i can't game, even
1: fathom playing a game right now
0: at 30 in
1: anything that's less than 60 fps i know it's bad enough when i'm playing tarkov and i zoom in on a scope and my fps goes under 70 and i'm just like this is choppy as fuck but now i remember there (laughs) were games that were like literally 10 fps it's like how do you play that
0: but this remaster fixes all of those issues it makes the game so much more fun um yeah and it's so much better than the remaster of dark souls 2 which still has a glitch from the original dark souls 2 that they still have not fixed. intentional. Nope.
1: Oh, it's like a not fun glitch. Yeah, it's I know a... some games leave like um, crash insane. Uh-huh. Put the the bridge walking right.
0: in there for on purpose. No, no, this is a glitch where uh, dependent on your frame rate, uh, when you swing your weapon, your weapon degrades faster. So uh-huh. you're already easily. So
1: so it's so it is. Physics based on frame rate.
0: Yes. That's just awful. God. And they still haven't fixed it. As far as I, or no, I take it back. They did eventually fix it in the remaster. But the game launched with it for the second time. <laughs> that's hilarious. And that's not okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Dark Souls Remastered is fantastic. And it deserves to be the number three. Awesome. Cool, Drayton. Cool. So what's your uh, number two?
1: So my number two. Um, very, I wonder if our number twos are exactly the same. Mine is Resident Evil 2 Remake.
0: Oh no. Mine isn't, but I think my number one is your number two and your number two is my number one. No way. Really? I'm pretty sure.
1: All right. So here's what we're doing. So let's, we're going to speak. We're we're already at 45 minutes. So here's what we're going to do. Um, so is your number two Crash Bandicoot? Yes, it is. Okay. My number one's Crash Bandicoot. Um, and my number two is Resident Evil 2. So we're going to just talk about both of them together. Yeah. So, um, number one and two, very close. They're very hard to pick one, obviously, because we
0: swapped them. The fact that we wrote these lists independently and those were our, like, choices. Yeah. Those are
1: the ones when we said to each other, remakes, that we just, that's one. Instantly. (laughs) Um, so let's do, um, let's do RE2 first since I've already, um, talked about it. Yeah. Resident Evil 2 is awesome. Yeah. Um, they remade it. Completely remade it. Yeah. Um, it's not a lot like the original. No, not at all. And they actually did things like, again, not all people agree with me on this, but I think Nemesis was less scary in the third one. The third remake. Yeah. I think Mr. X is a fucking monster of scariness in this would, game,
0: this new one. Would you like me to make Mr. X even scarier for you? How's that? So, did you know... And I found this out through a YouTube channel that like breaks barriers on like the like, you know, the world and can look at other maps. Yeah. Did you know that even when you are not in the same room as Mr. X, he is still walking around the precinct Mm -hmm. at all times. He Mm -hmm. doesn't just like pop in and out. He is actually functionally still walking around the map. I might have
1: watched the same exact video you watched, when I was looking at Mr. X stuff,
0: terrifying mm-hmm. to know that he is still functionally there.
1: That's that's my point when it comes to the nemesis randomness. That's what I'm talking about. Right. It's like the fact that you know he's there and he could you could just run into him. Yeah, and even in RE two, I feel like in RE three, it's a pretty, much more linear game than RE two. Yeah, RE two, there's a lot of backtracking. Yeah, there's a lot of story. It, uh, RE... like going back to check this thing and open this thing and the fact that mr x is really just walking around like hey i could be around the corner you're gonna start hearing footsteps and you know to turn the fuck around
0: i think the i think the like subtle difference between two and three or well it's not really a subtle difference but it's the difference that like a lot of fans why well, i think they loved resident evil 2 and they didn't love resident evil 3 as much and where i differ because resident evil 4 is my favorite game resident evil 2 is very classic resident evil it's, it's
1: just like Resident Evil 1, but a more. A lot more of story.
0: backtracking. Yeah. A lot of, like, finding something that down the road is going to open something that you, like, you forgot you got to go
1: put it in your chest, and you're like, oh, shit, I have the
0: heart key. And right, like, like I can go sick. here now. Yeah. Where Resident Evil 3 is very linear. Like, it's very, like, hey, go here, Plus, do this. Yeah,
1: and Resident Evil 2 has the multiple campaigns.
0: Well, yeah, and that's... I Those are dope. I I do have to gloat real quick, though. I have beat Resident Evil 2. And three's remake and under two hours on both games, and I'm kinda of proud of that. I also beat Resident Evil what was it, two in under fourteen thousand steps, which I didn't even aim to do. Kinda of proud. Steps. Yeah, so like there's a step counter in the game and I cleared it the entire game. That's cool. Including backtracking in under fourteen thousand. Yeah, so um but Resident Evil two, all in all,
1: they did I would say if there are developers, because this is the remake time right yeah. the generation of remakes if if developers want to look at what is a correct way to remake a game resident evil 2 resident evil 2 is your is template
0: the, it is the it is the
1: gold standard yeah and it's actually funny because i would say crash Bandicoot is the remaster template yeah exactly what like these top two are just exactly how you should be doing it correct um but in resident evil 2 it also i mean just being in the, the re7 engine that engine they created it just it's oh. almost like... I like that these companies are creating their own engines now. Mm-hmm. As much as I like there being you know, Unity and Frostbite and... Uh,
0: what's the other one? Well, one thing I want to say on like the Resident Evil engine, the RE engine that they have, did you know they made Double Make Cry 5 in it? Yeah. And it's great! Yeah. It looks amazing!
1: Well, the Resident Evil engine is in the same way as the Modern Warfare engine, I think are the first two engines that people made that were really centered towards realism yeah it's supposed to look as real and gritty real as possible resident evil 7 that engine was built around being nasty yeah you know well, watching like the 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 cut scene in the beginning of resident evil 7 with the song where there's just yeah. shit decomposing like and it was
0: built to be gross and that's perfect for the engine and one great thing like and i have to give resident evil 2 all the credit on this the chunks yeah you take chunks out of things and they actually like rip apart there's no reason a game that a shooter
1: shouldn't have dismemberment in 2020 right there's the processing power is there
0: especially with zombies who are more like who are more likely to break apart because they're decomposing yeah yeah
1: so they did a really great job with the engine um and doing resident evil 2 in that i think it was very smart and this is a whole different conversation for a different day, but I think it was very smart switching to a third-person point yeah. of view instead of a fixed camera view. There are very many people that disagree with that because they think that ruins the game. But I think the point of view doesn't change the playing no. the, of the game. I think it does make it a little bit less scary in a way, but I think it makes it more fun and controllable, and I think that's an important step we're taking in games. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, so that's Resident Evil 2. 2. So now Crash Bandicoot. Oh, um, so again, I would call these both ties for both of us. Oh, yeah. It's so Easily. funny that we flip those. Um, but Crash Bandicoot, the template for remasters. Easily take a game, literally, put it in a better engine. Yep. With 120 refresh or 120 frame rate support. Yeah. And it's the same game.
0: And you, the, part
1: for part, except for little Easter eggs.
0: And here's the best part about. Crash Three or Crash Three, Crash like the Insane Trilogy. That game did a such a good job at remaking a classic.
1: And not only did it remake,
0: or I'm sorry, remastered it. Yeah, remastered. remastered, Sorry,
1: It, it remastered three games,
0: and they're all equally as good. But not only did they remaster these games to the point of just like your nostalgia doesn't go like it's exactly that's the point same thing with like spyro
1: like your your nostalgia is not gone it feels like
0: the same game just
1: harder because apparently just we were way all harder because gods the hit boxes, Well, the hit boxes were squares back then, and now, and now they now can be circles, multiple circle polygon things that can slide. It, they can slip off. The fact. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. You know, the, they left the the, the bridge yeah. glitch in, but you can slip off now. Because before you your, just jump up there and you're like, okay,
0: because, and then on the D pad yeah.
1: you hold forward because <laughs> it was PlayStation One.
0: Right. Well, and but what I was going to say is I think that this game is just so impressive because it actually birthed. A legitimate fourth sequel, yeah. Like it wiped the bad games out, and made an actual. What do you mean by the bad games? Well, a lot of people consider everything past like Crash Three not as. I good. love Wrath of Cortex. I so like the do. part where
1: you're in a ball in the net. I think that's dope. I Man, am I'm sad they didn't remake that. I but it's love
0: okay. Wrath of Cortex. Just everything after that though, Wrath of Cortex, CTR, and then
1: fuck the rest of them. Yeah, I did, yeah, like much. I told you, I like crash the titans but i can see how it's not that good crash
0: man it's not the crash that we want
1: i went back and looked at it after we talked about that the other day yeah it's not a very good well built game
0: but i just think that to me that it birthed an actual sequel and a true Mm -hmm. crash sequel i think that it legitimately talks to how good a quality that vicarious visions made that game
1: and there's not a lot of games out that are hard repetitive platformers right now right and that's what made people you know the fact that the remake can make people say i don't care and this is what vicarious visions did it's you can really look at them as the developer and not naughty dog right because they're like i don't care that it's canonically correct to crash i want a hard new age platformer right and i want it to be like crash but i don't care if it's new i don't care if it's the same thing i just want a new one
0: yeah and I think it's really cool that, I'll, I'll give a lot of credit, because like I said, I've played about half the game so far. Toys for Bob. I'm really impressed that they came in and yeah. well, made... Well, I mean, they did
1: such a great job on Spyro, yeah. graphically and physics-wise, that which how could you expect them? It'd be sick if they did a... Wasn't there a Spyro 4? I thought there was. Yeah, there's a fourth it It'd be sick if they did the Spyro 4, but Vicarious Visions did it. <laughs> you, can see, you can definitely see if yeah. anybody who's already played or seen the demo for crash 4 you can see the art differences but it's but it's still super similar
0: yeah Yeah. i i think they've done a great job i'm so stoked to beat red dead so that i can play crash 4 yeah um but yeah that's i i truly i can't think of two games that don't deserve those two spots yeah the best
1: way like we said even though we're repeating at this point to describe them is. Resident Evil 2 is the template for game for Remakes. developers that want to make a remake in the next five years. That's how you do it. And developers that want to make a remaster, Crash Bandicoot is the way to do it. Absolutely. Um, it, it, they, they, they had to rebuild the code
0: because yep.
1: they didn't get the original code. So it's technically a remake. Mm-hmm. But they rebuilt it so similar, so the same, that it can actually be a remaster. So that it gives people that exact nostalgic feel right um a lot of a lot of remakes and remasters don't give you yeah it felt like when i sat down when i sat down playing with a controller on pc because i have it on pc now and i'm sitting there playing crash bandicoot i feel like i'm seven years old
0: crash bandicoot i feel
1: like it's back when i was playing it on my tv with my playstation one because it's the same game and that's something you don't find a lot
0: no i yeah i i agree i think that I mean, at this point, we've said it, and we've said it three or four times. But yeah, it's just you—you you really, truly can't make. Those games are probably going to be two of the most standout games from this generation. Yeah, in a generation of remakes and remasters, like those two will stand out forever.
1: And another small point that I think is kind of weird, and this might just be for me, but Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy was the first game in a long time um, since the Star Wars game that came out. Um, what was that called? Which one? The the new one, not the oh the something the Jedi one. Jedi Order. Jedi Order. That game was fantastic. Oh yeah, that game. That game was the last game I actually wanted to hundred percent. Yo. Like I've been playing the Tomb Raiders, and I don't even want a hundred percent them because of how tedious hundred percenting it is. But there's something about Crash Bandicoot, even though it's tedious, that it's like it's the the satisfaction of getting that that muscle memory down for every level. That's um
0: I I hundred percented the whole insane trilogy on PC and PlayStation. The closest thing I can akin that feeling to is how I felt playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Because I oh, have I can't wait. I don't go for platinum trophies very often. I'll it, it has to be yeah, an amazing game. The last
1: game I 100% on console was Bloodborne. Yeah. And that was a very old one when I did do it. It was already like 2 or 3 years old and and then Right before Bloodborne, I 100%ed Wildlands. Okay. Those were the last two games that actually made me want to play every part of them. Yeah. And then it has been like a two or three year gap. Right. Counting when they were actually came out. Because I, I 100%ed Bloodborne like two years ago. But when they actually came out compared to now, like that's like four years ago, this was the first game in a long time that made me want to actually play every part of it and get every achievement because I enjoyed the game that much. And and money well spent. Absolutely. I was f- so fulfilled with yeah. the money I spent. Absolutely.
0: So. Well, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Um, Drayden, anything you want to throw in before we uh, head on off into the COVID sunset? We're
1: going to exactly hit an hour. We're pros at this now.
0: Oh, my. Wow. I'm so glad we Um,
1: We will be coming out with an episode every week uh, for now on for anybody who's left. And, and maybe some new people yeah, who come the way. Yeah. Uh, make sure um, on, if you do enjoy listening to this, give us a rating on Apple Music. Give us a rating on Spotify. Um, it takes five seconds. And even if it's not even a five star, you know, whatever you feel uh, about about the, the episode, just let us know. And it also helps get that out in the in the magical algorithm to other people, be suggested to other people. Um, so you don't have to do that sharing yourself. But if you do have friends that are interested in stuff like this, go mm-hmm. ahead and tell them, like, hey, check out this uh, podcast. Um, we're going to be doing an hour um, every week, four times a month, different segments. It should be a good year.
0: And um, I'm really thinking uh, here soon I'm going to try to get at least some kind of Twitter, Facebook, something up for us so that if in we'll the – We'll let event, you know when that comes out yeah, share. Yeah, like if know. we have viewers or people who want to – like leave us feedback comments like send them to us we want to dm know. us even
1: yeah I, I think you can can you dm on on the on like can you dm people on apple no podcast you can't they have their little contact thing yeah there, but you can't dm and okay well we get social you can but when DM we us get ideas
0: yeah when we get twitter up like dm us let us know what you think can you comment on apple music on apple podcast yeah, absolutely if
1: you can comment hey leave a comment with uh, any categories or anything you want to hear. You know, we got our, we got our top five slash tens. We had our topics that we're going to be doing. If you have a game or a throwback game that you really love that you want to hear us talk about and you want to hear our perspective on it, leave a comment. We'll check it out. Um, I'm sure we'll be able to read all of them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and maybe we'll put that in one of our new episodes. So. All
0: right guys. Well, Hey, thanks again for coming back to cheap shots podcast and we'll see you next week.